gentlemen, welcome back to the Battleground Podcast. This is the podcast for Christian young men who are looking to live with sexual integrity and affect the world for Christ. I'm your host, Wesley Reinhardt, and this is episode 33, entitled The Assault on Your Attention Span. Let's dive right in. There is a there is an attack coming against your attention span, and so I want to think about the effects that this has and the ways that we need to defend against it. Overconsumption of short-form video, it really does hurt our attention span. So think of all of the popular social media platforms and how each one of them over the last four years or so, um, some have had it for longer, but especially in the last three, four years, all of them have adapted a model where short-form video is platformed and you can scroll endlessly. Now, I know that Facebook has had, and Instagram, you know, we're familiar with feeds, but uh, particularly short short form video feeds um, have taken over the internet and and there's so much short form video content being pumped out uh, for this podcast I pumped out some last week so it's it's everywhere but there's several issues with overconsumption of this type of content uh, it's geared toward endless consumption you know there's not a, a stopping point of this is enough. So it's very difficult to do it in in small, manageable batches. Um, Two, too much content over-entertains us. We start to lose our sense of wonder, our sense of amusement, because the internet, especially, again, these these feeds, whether it's Instagram Reels or TikToks or Facebook videos or or Snapchat stories um, or, or several others, these feeds can just show us everything that's happening in the world, everything that's happened online. And so, uh, again, we start to lose our sense of wonder. Three, when it comes to information that's communicated to us through these mediums, again, short form video, it can give us a false sense of knowledge or expertise. So, you know, there's so much sports related content. You can watch all the highlight clips. You can watch uh, finance, you can watch philosophy, you can watch education, uh, entertainment, all of these things. And and so it, if you watch a 45 second video on, on any one of those topics, you may learn something, it, it, can, it can educate, but the quality of that education is never very deep. It's, it's never really great because, you know, in order to learn something deeply, it, it does take time. But we're conditioned that if I can't consume it in 30 seconds, that it's probably not worth, <laughs> it's not worth learning. And then the content that we do watch that we scroll and scroll and scroll and, oh, we see this expert here, this expert here. It, it gives us this false sense of real knowledge and expertise. A, a third consequence of all the short form video in the world, your algorithms are going to feed you polarized one-sided content. It, it knows what you want to see and so it's going to give it to you, and that's why your algorithm is probably different than mine. <laughs> um, but the issue with the algorithm knowing everyone so personally is then you, again, you get a, a lopsided view of things. And again, short form video lacks the ability to consider nuance, to really break something down and, and see it from several angles. So overconsumption of this type of media, it, it really does hurt our attention span. And it, it doesn't lead to a, a healthy way of thinking long-term. Now, I want to be clear. This does not mean that we delete all the apps and, and be done with them forever because they're of the devil. <laughs> While that may be the move for you, uh, that's 
that's not the conclusion here, right? This is technology and tech is a, it's a tool. And we use that tool to magnify the desires of our own heart, okay? So it, it just makes us, it reveals our heart in an easier way. It makes things easier for us. So overconsumption of short-term video, short-form video hurts our attention span. And secondly, our abilities then to really contemplate and meditate are, are consistently being ground down because, because all the content around us is so easily accessed. Again, think of everything that's happening in the world, everything that you could watch. You could watch education videos or news videos or sports or, or new ideas or, and life hacks, uh, you, geographic content about different places, and then stories, whether historic or fictional. All that type of content is being fed to you in such small, bite-sized pieces. Um, we're being, we train ourselves then, if I can't consume it in 15 seconds, I'm just going to scroll on. That's a, another issue here. Third, we feel the constant need to check our feed and, and to play the next podcast, to always be engaged in something easy on the ears or the eyes or the mind. We're trained to do the next thing mindlessly. And, you know, if you want proof of that, try and delete one of your social media apps or all of them. You'll find yourself picking up your phone, scrolling back and forth, trying to find that app because your brain is, has been trained to do that without thinking. Um, so we're trained to do these things mindlessly. And fourth, the, the last big issue I see here, our ability to have true solitude is under attack. We've, we've always got to feel connected and it's hard to have true quietness in a loud and busy media saturated world especially a world that can fit right inside our pockets, right? If you have a smartphone, your ability to, to have true solitude is, is under attack because you want to be connected. You're being trained to be constantly connected. So those are, those are four realities. Okay, it hurts our attention span. Our, our ability to contemplate and meditate is hurt. We feel the constant need to, to do the next thing. And, and for our ability to have true solitude is under attack. So when we combine all those things and we look at their effects in our lives, there's, there's a couple key takeaways that are really damaging to leading a, a productive and holy and God-honoring life. The first one, we stay sedentary and unproductive. <laughs> scrolling endless video, or, or maybe it's not video, but just scrolling the endless feed, it keeps us on our butts and, and we're not doing other things. It could be meaningful relationships with someone else in the room. It, it could be doing good and productive work at your workplace, wherever it may be. Um, it could be taking that, that downtime of doing something mindless and doing something a little more productive, growing or learning otherwise. So it, it keeps us unproductive. It, it, it sedates us and... God has called us to work, to be producers. Again, that, that production can look different depending on what service or skill you are training or working in. But, um, you know, one thing I heard uh, Michael Foster say this week, overconsumption kills creativity. So when we feel like we've seen it all, it really deadens our ability to, to creatively produce. So consequence number one, we stay, we stay unproductive and we miss other opportunities in our life, people in the room doing good work, um, growing or learning otherwise. Two, we really do lose our ability to think deeply. 
to consider nuance and and to drill deep into a subject matter because again we want it we want it to be understandable in 30 seconds and so the most critical way that this affects us then is we lose our ability to meditate on scripture the most important thing that that we can think about the very best use of our attention the very words of god we lose our ability and we find it more and more difficult to to open the pages of scripture to read and to think about it throughout the day because there's an algorithm and an endless mindless content that's ready to to grab our attention and take it away so when we consider this issue and i i hope you see that this is a this is an issue and especially if you are between the age of of 10 and 30 or or, or 35 right Millennials, Gen Z, were raised in a generation where this is our life. Our parents did not grow up like this, but millennials caught it when they were tweens, and and Gen Z has had it, you know, since they could walk, basically. Um, so this really is an issue, and if we are going to be engaged and thoughtful Christians in the world today, we've got to be sure that we we steward our attention spans well. So antidote for this issue or the solution for this issue. Number one, you've got to memorize scripture. This is a this is a truly mindful practice. If scrolling endlessly on the, the easy content, if that's mindless, and it is, picking up God's word and memorizing it, hide, hiding it in your mind so that you can recite it, that is fully engaging your mind. Now, scripture is very clear. This is a necessity. Psalm 19. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. May the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. But I want to meditate on all these other things. Um, Psalm 119.11, your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. So if we are to fight our sin, uh, this could lead into the sexual integrity discussion, we have to have God's word hidden in our heart. We have, to, we have to know it. So, memorize his word. Colossians 3, what's it say? Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. But I would like the endless, <laughs> the endless content of my algorithm. I'd like that to dwell in me richly. Um, that's an issue. Deuteronomy 6, verses 6 through 8. When, uh, when God is telling the Israelites how they are to keep their side of the covenant and to pass down his law through the generations, he says... These words, which I commanded you today, shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. And listen to all these, all these very physical places. You shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. So God says, my word is to be, it's to saturate your life wherever you go. Now, it's, it's almost scary how uncanny it is that when, when you take God's word out of these three verses and you just insert content from a screen, it almost describes the American way of life perfectly. You shall teach them diligently to your children you shall, you shall watch TV when you sit in your house. When you walk by the way, you shall listen to a podcast. When you lie down, you shall scroll your phone. When you rise up, 
you shall check your phone. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand. Well, keep it in your pocket, your handheld device. There shall be frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. In our, in our living room, we have a, a big TV, right? When we zoom out, our scrolling isn't just a war at war with our attention spans, although it is. It's really at war for our attention, period. Now, I want to be very careful, again, with the way I, I phrased the last minute and a half. It can't sound like I'm advocating for a, well, we need to get rid of all screens and, and bash all TVs with baseball bats and, and sell all of our phones. No, that's not the case, but we have to understand how quickly it can gobble up our thoughts. So, be mindful, think critically of yourself. How am I going to use tech? How am I going to use this tool to live with sexual integrity and affect the world for Christ and not be sedated, not be put to sleep by it? Um, so, memorizing scripture, that's a very practical step and, and the primary one. You have to be able to meditate on the Word of God. Two, sanction your access to mindless content. Um, you can set hard time limits through an app. You can have someone else keep your password so that you don't have easy access to it. Um, if you have to do, well, I'll, I can do it, scroll for 30 minutes on the weekends or, or something like that. Any of those things are helpful in you thoughtfully engaging social media. Three, in a similar vein, train your algorithm, curate your algorithm on purpose. Unfollow people who are not helpless or, or who will just put junk in your feed. Um, don't tell the algorithm that you like stupid things, right? It, it can be a phenomenal tool for learning and, and growing in your knowledge of the world and how it works, but you have to train it that way. And so take the steps that you need to for your feed to be a helpful place and not just a sludge, mental sludge. Number four, uh, another practical step, although unrelated to direct tech, develop the discipline of reading. And specifically, I'd, I'd encourage you to read long books. Now, this is something that I am, I'm not good at and I'm endeavoring to get better. And what I found that if a book is between you know, 100 and 200 pages, usually within three sessions, you know, most people could get that knocked out if, you know, if they read 45 minutes or so. Within, within a few days, you can get a, a 100, 200-page book done. Um, but reading longer books, some of the classics or, or theology books that, that you can't just finish in a week very easily, that trains your brain to have to go back you have to develop a discipline to keep going back and, and keep thinking and drink, drinking deeply from that source. And because, again, our, our phones are training us to just be, well, if it doesn't grab my attention in 10 seconds, I'm going to scroll on. Uh, we need that discipline of, of using our mind and applying our minds to things that we can't grasp in 10 seconds um, if we are to live well. So, if you want to be the man that God has called you to be, if you want to have sexual integrity, you want to affect the world for Christ, you need to be able to think clearly. You need to be able to reason well and use discernment. You have to understand your tech will grind away at your attention span. It will dull your ability to process, and it will be constantly begging for your attention, period. You've got to remember, tech is not a sin. It's a tool but it's a tool that simply magnifies the desires of our heart. 
So we must change our hearts. What can change our hearts? The word of God. God can sanctify us through his word. This will change our minds. When our minds are changed, our actions will change. Will be changed. So give the word of God the primary place of your thoughts. Memorize and meditate on his word. And this is a very tangible and actionable step. You can set up a memorization plan that will help you combat this war on your attention attention span. Put the necessary barriers between you and an endless, mindless content. Read good, long books. Think, think deeply. Process. Live with sexual integrity and affect the world for Christ. Hope you enjoyed this episode today. I was convicted and encouraged while while studying for this. I see I need to grow so much in this area myself. Um, but if we're to be thoughtful men, we can't afford not to think about this. We want to use tech well. So I hope this is a, a challenge to you. If you did find it to be edifying, would you please share it with a friend and uh, have a conversation with them about how you and them can be thoughtful men living in this age and how to use your tech well. This is episode 33. I encourage you to jump over to the Instagram page. And that is a way that you can curate your algorithm. So one, it's not not complete mindless fluff. And it can be one small blip making your algorithm a, a better place, helping you use tech well. And it's also a big blessing to me and and putting this project together. So I encourage you, uh, take those steps, tell a friend, uh, jump online, like the page, and I, I thank you for it in advance. All right, gentlemen, thank you for listening today. Until next time, keep fighting.